Hi, welcome to the Anovia Conversation. My name is Steve Waltz. And I'm Jeff Pregelski. And we'll be your host for the podcast today. And so, Jeff, I think we're going to talk about a conference that you went to uh, a couple of weeks ago. Is the Microsoft Business Apps Conference. Is, did I say that correctly? Yeah, the uh, um, Business Application Summit. Actually. Summit. Oh, yeah. Nice. It's a big deal. Or, they call it kind of the biz apps, right? Is this what they're going with? Yes. I think the uh, hashtag to follow is uh, B-I-Z-A-P-P-S. It, and was that only mainly for like NAV or BC or uh, what? what is that for? No, well, so the uh, in terms of the Microsoft World business applications, um, start, I think, obviously, with Microsoft Dynamics 365 Business Central and um, Microsoft Dynamics 365 Finance and Operations, but also um, the other associated products like Microsoft Flow, um, Power BI, Power Query, um, and as well as Power Apps. So all of those things um, with, you know, pretty much anything that starts with a Dynamics 365 in front of it. So field service was there. There was a lot of uh, augmented and mixed reality sessions. Um, actually, a, a bunch of cool stuff. Oh, very neat. So was it just for partners or who, who kind of went to this? No, it was, um, you know, it actually, in in talking with, like, in terms of our Inovia team, I was joined by um, Tom and Chad, uh, two members of our leadership team. And this was the, I believe it's the third BizApp Summit. Um, and Tom went last year and um, was just, you know, kind of, you know how Tom is. He's He's got this feeling that there's all this stuff going on that he doesn't completely understand and um, wants another more technical person to join him. So he uh, reached out to Chad and myself and uh, um, to have us go with. Um, so there are certainly a, a, a fair um percentage of, of attendees were um, were Microsoft partners, but there were also um, a lot of end users because these applications, um, you know, especially Flow and Power BI and Power Query, you know, these are tools that Microsoft is putting in the hands of end users um, as well as partners to, you know, leverage technology. So, um, it, so it was a good mix. I would guess um, without seeing any numbers, it was probably about a third partners and two third end users. Wow. So a lot of end users. Yep. And it was, uh, I, you know, I think I heard there was about 4,000 attendees. So it was, uh, um, I mean, it was, it, it took up two buildings of the, uh, Georgia world conference center. So it was a, a pretty big event. And, um, for me personally, um, I wanted to, brush up on my Power BI skills. So um, even though the event was, it was just actually last week, last Monday and Tuesday, uh, June 10th and 11th, um, I went in a day early and, and attended a, a Power BI dashboard in a day conference um, and, uh, and you know, found that extremely beneficial. So, uh, so I was down there for three days and it was a lot of, uh, a lot of information that was, uh, that was covered. We had, um, it started with the keynote on, um, Monday morning, 
bright and early that uh, that featured James Phillips, who's the corporate vice president of Microsoft's business applications group. So he went, uh, I think, for about an hour and a half um, talking about just roadmap sort of things, um, showed some cool um, technology stories with uh, companies that have partnered with Microsoft to deliver some really cool solutions um, for their for their uh, different businesses. And then they had a demo of uh, their new HoloLens 2 um, mixed reality field service kind of app that uh, that was pretty cool. Um, unfortunately, the the camera that Microsoft had invented to capture the uh, the mixed reality headset view of, of what's going on um, failed during the demo so they had uh, they had a pre-recorded session they flipped over to very quickly which led me to believe that maybe they were having issues um, with that technology in, in practice but uh, but the really cool thing about that so it's really impressive demo where they show um, someone wearing a hollow lens to um, following directions in a uh, um, in this sort of uh, mocked up environment where they're they're attaching something um, to the uh, to the wing of an airplane plane and um and it's it's really i mean if you get a chance to look it up you can search the uh um the biz apps 2019 keynote and uh, you can find it on youtube and a bunch of microsoft links but but they in this environment when you're looking through the lens what you or through the hollow lens what you see from the um from the person that's doing the actual work is just this amazingly detailed instruction of where where uh, the wire is supposed to be clipped and there's multiple clips you can choose from and in the hololens view highlights the ones that that um, you should clip it in um, making it very clear which ones to avoid and then you have to hand it through this uh, um, through this this cavity in this arm and you can't see through it so then you turn on this x-ray vision stuff where uh, you can actually see what's inside without really seeing what's inside this and shows you where to put your hands and then you need to go get tools that are on a on the wall and it you know it has actually dotted lines through through space that take you right to the exact tool you need to test and it's pretty amazing so so it looked really cool when you saw that um, in the uh, in the keynote even if it was just on video but then you had the opportunity to um, go uh, on a uh, um, on the conference floor um, you could you could stand in line and actually participate and and do that yourself put on a hololens too and um, and go through that exact same scenario. And let me tell you, when you're doing that and seeing it uh, for yourself, it was it was pretty amazing. And actually, Tom had started. Uh, he got in line and he said, "Jeff, you have to check this out." And and he was right. You know, I, I was. Uh, you know, when I saw it on stage, I thought, you know, well, that's cool, but how is that going to apply to our, uh, you know, our customer base, and how can we um, add Anovia as a Dynamics? business central partner how can we use this technology because it just seems like it's way out there but but when you see that in action for yourself it's it's really a powerful story and i think one of the underlying themes that came out of this conference is just that um how everything is moving in that direction um in terms of uh, augmented reality um artificial intelligence and and how it's you know because it has been embraced by the enterprise um you know eventually 
even things like hosted email and, you know, those things, first of all, made sense for the big companies. And then they kind of trickled those benefits, trickled down to uh, to the SMB space. And I think we're at the the edge of that time now where um, we are going to start to see some really strong um use cases for all of the latest and greatest technology um, in the SMB space going forward. So it was a lot of cool stuff there. So do you think, so with Microsoft kind of investing in all these resources, so, you know, like our customers, a lot of them are smaller businesses, medium-sized businesses. And, you know, as a, as a let's say if I'm an owner of a business and I'm thinking, all right, um, I need to update my ERP system or this is where my company's going. Uh, and, you know, the question is, you talked how you went to a Power BI workshop early, and then you started talking about some of this, you know, information is, where would you direct somebody like that to say, okay, I, I need to get up to speed, you know, on where technology is going? Is this, would this be a good place to go? Or would be, what would you point them to start researching that? Yeah, I think, um, that's a really good question. It, you know, for people in the technology space, um, especially in the um, small to medium sized business world, uh, typically you're not able to just focus on on wearing one hat. You're wearing multiple hats. So maybe, you know, besides IT and keeping the uh, um, the ERP application running and supported, you're also troubleshooting email issues and network. Um, latency issues um so so having the time to uh to look ahead and see what's coming so you've got a good lay of the land is is sometimes difficult um certainly being plugged into the uh microsoft um biz apps world whether it's through power bi or microsoft flow or power query um that's a that's a um a good place to start um there are groups um on LinkedIn that help keep you plugged in. Uh, there's, you know, the user group, um, whether it's the business central or nav user group, or the, uh, there's a power BI user group. Um, you can stay plugged in there and, and certainly considering attending a, uh, um, a conference or a summit like this is, is also, um, pretty valuable. I mean, it's, it's, um, at, at some time, I mean, depending on where you are geographically, um, I think next year's 2020 summit is going to be in April, I believe. And I think it's in Anaheim, California. So so geographically, if, if travel doesn't cost you a couple days, um, being able to, you know, swoop in and spend two days getting um, just a whole bunch of content, um, it allows you to kind of unplug from the office a little bit and focus on this. Um, is a, it's, a, it's a really good investment. I believe that... Um, the the conference it's a it's a paid for conference and i think it's a thousand dollars for two days but you know at the the level of uh um presentation that you're getting here having you know most of um all sessions presented by uh, microsoft employees and some of the program managers um technical engineers that you know are are integral in creating the uh the software that we're all using i mean that's that's uh that's pretty powerful opportunities that you don't often get. So when you start to think about the different 
places that uh, for IT and business leaders um, where you can attend conferences. Um, certainly, we would we would recommend that the user group summits um, are are one of the most important ones. Um, this uh, this. Biz App Summit seemed to kind of replace um, the last time I was at a conference um, at the Georgia World Conference Center was um, the last time that Microsoft had um, convergence there. And I'm thinking that's like probably six, seven, eight years ago, maybe. Um, and it had to feel sort of like that where you had both partners and end users um, together. Um, that convergence seemed to be a little bit um maybe too high level for me as a person who loves tech. Um, whereas the power, um, the business, uh, let me get this, let me get the, you're supposed to, um, you're supposed to help me with the, uh, with the hashtag, um, Steve, but the, uh, biz app summit is, um, uh, you know, that was more, that was a good mix of technical. They did have an executive tract. Of course I was kicked out of there. Um, but, uh, I heard that, <laughs> But the um, honestly, I um, I it just it seems like a really good you know like happy medium between seeing the high level stuff about what's coming um, down the pipe from Microsoft as well as you know being able to get your hands dirty and uh, mess with some technical stuff. So you know it's kind of like the what and the why. So you know we're kind of talking about what it is, but you know the question I that I, that I, we get asked. You know, and what I when I look at the Microsoft roadmap is the why. So like, why would they put this conference on? Why would you want to go to it? And why would a customer? So is did you get a feeling? So what Microsoft's trying to do is get people thinking as a, a full business solution, right? So, you know, in a dream world, when you go to your computer, you, there you go. You have your Windows Explorer. You have your Outlook tied into it. Then you have your ERP system and then all your apps. Everything's just kind of working together in Azure. Is that kind of a message you're trying to get or trying to lead people to? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, absolutely. I think you uh, you hit the nail on the head there that um, in terms of, of why you would want to be there, um, you know, if all you are concerned with is um, if you're fortunate enough to only be concerned with getting invoices out, um, you know, manufacturing, um, producing whatever it is your end product is or service. Um, if you're able to focus on that and and be successful and and not worry about what else is going on in the uh, in the world, um, then you're lucky. For the rest of us, um, it's I think it's really important to understand. I mean, we preach to our customers um, that the value, you know, a, a fairly significant portion, I believe, of the value of being on the Microsoft platform is um, lies in how easily these uh, um, these other products like Power BI and Flow and Power Query tie into Dynamics 365 Business Central. So, um, so you know, figuring out what these are and how you can use them, um, I think, is an important part of getting the most value out of your investment in the Microsoft Dynamics space. Very cool. So who would you recommend like in our customer base or people uh, to maybe considering going to to this uh, in the future? Yeah, so um, certainly, certainly, IT people um, would would benefit greatly from this. But again, as I said, Microsoft has a specific track for executives, and you know, 
um, for executives who want to understand um, what is capable um, with the software that their company is running without, you know, having to understand how to create a Power BI report themselves. There was, you know, one of the buzzwords that I heard several times repeated in in keynotes and in sessions um, is the term low code, no code. Um, and that is, um, I don't know if that makes any developers um, nervous or if it makes developers laugh, um, but it's the idea that you're going to be able to accomplish um, to, to accomplish so much more in these business applications without needing a developer to do it. Like if you're going to use flow to automate a process, um, you no longer have to, whether that's, you know, creating an XML import into uh, Dynamics 365 or it, like there's all these different ways to do that that don't require any code whatsoever. So kind of understanding what's possible is an important part of, uh, of understanding what these apps are, um, you know, how your company can benefit from them. So certainly IT, certainly executive leadership, and always um, the finance um, and accounting people, because they're the ones that, you know, um, are always, I think in the old world, um, you know, they came up with the, you know, the business drivers and, and then, you know, like they could identify the data they needed, but they couldn't create the reports. Um to uh, to make it useful to share within the company, so they relied on IT to do that. Now with these sorts of tools um, in in people's hands, the idea is that maybe the uh, you know maybe the uh, finance and accounting people can create their own reports um, with just a little bit of training, and um, so you know pretty much um, that would be. You know, that would be my recommendation. There's certainly, as you get into um, the possibilities of um, Dynamics 365 field service, and um, you've got um, you've got operations people that could benefit from this. And that's just, I think, going to increase as this technology becomes more and more hands on. So pretty much uh, pretty much anyone at your company could benefit from this as long as they've got the attention span to uh to absorb this much data through a fire hose for, uh, for eight hours a day. <laughs> you know, when you said the low code or the no code, I kept thinking, you know, so you're the person, you know, out of, out of school that says, I'm going to go work at the, at the toll road, right? Cause they're going to need people to pay the, pay the money. All of a sudden you got displaced by, you know, the electronic tolling. And you're like, you know, I'm going to go work at a fast food restaurant. You know, everybody has to go there and buy fast food. And all of a sudden you got displaced by a kiosk. And now the people that made the technology, it's like, you're going to need these people. So the tech, so the tech data world that we live in and where it's going, it's, it seems like if you can automate something or make it easier, it, it's kind of going that way. Is that what you, it's, if, if, did I make a fair analogy on that? Yeah, I mean, that's, that is exactly it. And um, I was troubleshooting a, um, an email issue for a user over the weekend and 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 he expressed some uh you know he was just shocked at the fact that his his iphone could send mail but it wasn't receiving and and you know he's like sometimes i think these uh software engineers design bugs right into the software and uh um just so you know support people have uh have a career path and i said you know i'm not uh i'm not that optimistic conspiracy theory huh <laughs> right well pretty much i said i'm not that optimistic that 
that that anyone has that much forethought to design it. I think you know people are just we we miss things occasionally. Human beings are uh, imperfect. But I said just wait. We're not too far off from uh, from you know uh, bots and artificial intelligence um, and automated scripts creating all of the software that we are running on. And uh, and and at that point we're not going to have nearly the number of glitches that we do now. So uh, um, I think that's in the uh, not too distant future for us, especially in the Microsoft's world. Well, very cool, Jeff. I'm glad you got to go with uh, Chad and Tom. And is there anything else you want to talk about that conference? Nope. It was uh, um, like I said, there was, it, it, there's a lot of, a uh, lot of information. They made announcements, you know, the, uh, um, they made announcements for the Power Platform Wave 2 feature set, which was like a new 350-page guide that uh, hits on uh, all the – I think um, people like our leadership team might have seen um, the first version of that at uh, Directions a few weeks ago. But uh, they released it uh, released it to the public at this conference. There were, you know, in, in terms of sort of major announcements um, – there was uh, there were announcements about the um, like a facelift on Power BI and how they're you know kind of fine tuning the user interface. Um, there's also um, a new Power platform called AI Builder, um, which Microsoft is positioning as a low code no code tool for more easily automating processes and predicting outcomes. Um, so it direct uh, it directly integrates into Power Apps and Microsoft Flow. So that was something new. Um, and, uh, you know, I think there was also um, the, the conference finished up with uh, um, with a, uh, a wrap up from uh, let's see. I think it was um, Alexis Ohanian, who is uh, one of the creators of Reddit, which is, I think, the uh, if not the the most popular site, I think it might actually be the third most popular uh, um, website on the internet. Um, so we heard some uh, some some information from him in terms of uh, his opinion on you know where the world is going, etc. And then it also featured Alyssa Taylor from Microsoft to kind of tie in all the Microsoft Power. Um, power apps and and uh, in, in you know sort of microsoft's uh, vision of the future and it aligns with uh, what we've been telling our customers in terms of uh, you know one of the value statements of dynamics 365 business central is that it puts so much power in the hands of the end user um, for you to you know kind of uh, you can work with a partner but there's a lot of stuff that you can do on your own if you have the expertise and time so um, so that was all really cool stuff and Having said all of that, I know that when I tried to um, flag you down for some help last week, you said, no, 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 I'm too busy um, engaging with customers at a uh, user group. So where were you last week? This was like Friday, right? This is hot off the presses. Well, so, yeah, I had a chance to go to uh, the Southern Ohio uh, meeting where Tana and her team had a great meeting. So they had somebody from Indianapolis who actually runs the Indianapolis Power uh, BI nav like the Navog version chapter, and he's he's an expert out of uh, uh, Indianapolis and does some consulting. Did a great presentation, and, and what I got out of that presentation was how fast things are changing. He goes, I could tell you something about Power BI and a setup today, and next month I could be a liar <laughs> because it's you know it wasn't capable, but now it's capable. Uh, but there was a lot of attention on that, and I I did a presentation. Actually, I'm doing a presentation for the uh, uh, Navog, or actually for all the user groups later on today on is your sales pipeline real? 
um, more of a discussion on uh, you know your CRM. But I did one there called Cracking the CRM Code, and, and it worked really well with um, that Power BI presentation because it seems like owners of companies, sales managers, and people want to see if they're selling things, right? If people are behind on payments of things and all these dashboards. So um, it was, there was a lot of interest. And, you know, the question that, uh, you know, I like to ask is, you know, is how many of you are how many of you are using Power BI or how many of you are using C, you are using CRM and you know it's it's you know I I, I think it's under twenty percent in in you know using relationship management and I think you know as we're kind of going through this whole you know I don't know what the word would be like so how to use technology to help you sell more stuff because. You know, one of the things that kind of came out in our discussion, Jeff, is that, you know, what are companies in business for? What are the companies in business to do? It's like, it's okay, you know, to make money, right? So it's almost like a, it's you know, not front of the issue, but your, your goal is to make money, you know, as a company. And how do you do that? You have to have product in the pipeline. You got to, you know, you got to sell stuff and have a good customer experience in it. And we, we asked, you know, how do you... I had a I had a I had a customer. I asked. I said, "So how many salespeople do you have?" And I think they had four. And I said, "So you're not using any CRM?" I said, "No." I said, "So what happens if somebody leaves and takes their little black book with them? Do you know anything? Who they're talking to? Whatever?" And they kind of just paused for about. <laughs> it seemed like an hour, right? Like, <laughs> like a deer know. in the headlights. Like it, well, so the reality is. So anyway, um, you know, that's kind of was the presentation, and uh, and so I I think you know drawing awareness as what we do as a partner as we're you know, working with our customers through their ERP journey is not just to keep their system running, it's to help them see the future. And in this world where people adopt uh, brands quickly and even drop them quicker, you kind of kind of stay up to date. And it's it's an investment of your time and your resources. And it's and that old break fix mentality, or if it's not broke, don't fix it. It, you know, you, it, you could get by with it years ago, but it's that's just not working. So that's kind of why I asked some of the questions that I did about, you know, um, you know, how like if I'm a, if I'm an owner or I'm a, you know an operations and I'm trying to say okay, you know I might be lagging behind my competitors or I want to get an edge, and own my space, you know I I probably need to get up to date on some of this stuff. So, um, but that kind of that kind of ties in with that. So, but it was it was a great meeting, um, and uh, my brother lives close by, so I got to see him uh, the night before, so it was all good. Right on. Well, that's uh, it is always a um, it's always a plus when uh, you have to travel for work, but you get to fit in a little family time as well. That that's right. So <laughs> at least that's. But what hey, the, um, we appreciate you. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Are you still talking? No, no problem. I like when you interrupt me. <laughs> that's right. So, uh, so Jeff, Jeff's daughter's a, an intern now for us in our marketing department, and, and I was I, I was I was asking her the other day. I said, "So, how long does it take you to get the short answer from your dad?" And she just kind of smiled. <laughs> wow! Like, so is that is she did she a uh, in sales, Jeff? Maybe uh, in marketing, right? So uh, uh, let's hope so. Did, did she pay you to uh, did she pay you to roast me on the podcast just because of uh, what I did to her on the staff meeting? No. Oh, actually, I, I was I missed that part of the staff meeting, but I did get a kick out of it. I said, so have you listened to any podcast yet? And she kind of looked at me. She goes, I'm going to listen to one today. Right. So <laughs> so we have another listener. Woo-hoo, yeah, there we go. That's we're up to like we've cracked double digits. Watch out now. We're outpacing our uh, 
our thing. So just to let all the listeners know that no one did email Boiler Up to me for the uh, backpack. and so, oh, so it's still available? So Angie asked me, she goes, did you give me your email address? I'm like, no. <laughs> so <laughs> if you email me, swaltz, W-A-L-T-Z, at anovia.com, Boiler Up, which was a trivia question a, a while back. If you're the first one, you'll get a nice Anovia backpack. So, Jeff, I think we're going to wrap it up. Anything else you want to add? Uh, nope. That is it for me. Well, great. Well, we appreciate you listening. And remember, you can always follow us on LinkedIn. Uh, we're on Twitter. Uh, you can go to our website, Anovia.com, and see the most current events until uh, our next episode. Uh, have a great day. All right. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone.